0: Whatever really happened to dudes calling each other best friends. Dave and John grew up in the 80s in New Jersey and they did everything together. They were the quintessential best friends until they became teenagers and Dave moved away. Fast forward to today and these two 40somethings reconnected and decided to not only be besties again, but to put on a podcast and share their reunion with anyone who will listen. Welcome to Fat, Dumb and Happy. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Fat, Dumb, and Happy. I am one of your hosts, Dave Tamander. I got my bro host here. Let's make a deal, John. John Deal, how are you doing tonight?
1: What's up, everybody? Woohoo!
0: Yes, I am uh, super hyped for tonight's episode. I got to pick. Thank you, John, for letting me pick this time. Being super nostalgic and also being super immature, I chose... 80s cartoons and it's gonna be awesome we're gonna talk about saturday mornings we're gonna talk about after school this is gonna be a a lot of fun hopefully we can get it all in a single episode but you know listeners if you feel like we missed something write us your five-star review and tell us what we missed and uh we can maybe bring it back for another episode so just to remind everyone of the format of the show, it's called Fat, Dumb, and Happy. So in the fat part, we're going to eat something and talk about it. And the uh, dumb part of the show is that we're going to learn some things. We've got some facts, some things we're going to share. And the happy part is we're going to laugh. We like to have a good time and uh, we like to laugh. So hopefully you'll be laughing with us. We'd like to always have a special guest expert on the show. And so today's special guest expert has four additional years of 80s cartoons expertise on me and i was born in january of 1980 so i'm like i'm pure 80s but those first four years i don't really remember so we brought in a special guest expert my bro ben tamander how you doing tonight ben hey thanks for welcoming me here i'm glad to be here yeah awesome yeah we're looking forward to it ben knows his cartoon right off the bat now we're gonna get to the fat part my favorite part of the show where we get to eat because I'm fat and I like it. Really, I have this rhetorical question. Were you really an 80s kid watching Saturday morning cartoons if you weren't also eating sugary, bad for you, cold cereal? And the answer is no. Like if you were this kid and you were eating, I don't know, oatmeal or English muffins or something like that, congratulations, you were an adult already, okay? If you were watching those cartoons without eating, then you're not American. So I hate to be the one to tell you this, but really, your childhood was a lie if you fall into one of those two categories. So we're going to talk about the cold cereals that we ate back in the day. We each brought a bowl. We're looking forward to it. I don't know. Did you guys eat like multiple bowls? Do you remember doing that at all?
1: Yeah. In fact, I already started mine. So <laughs>
2: <laughs> if it's good enough, that was the thing. If there's enough sugar
1: in it, I might have a second. But uh depended. I usually always pour myself just a little bit extra milk so that I have enough to facilitate another bowl. And then by the time I finish the second, then then, then when there's no more milk left or cereal left in that one, my milk is usually done as well. So my ratio is perfect. Did you mix like cereals or did they have to be the same? Was that a problem? (laughs) John's got this fat part down. I do. I do. I'm a pro. I was never a a mixer of cereal. I could never do that. It just didn't taste right to me
0: like that. I understand. You know, here was my thing. The cartoon part of it was so important to me. And back then in the 80s, you know, there was no pausing. You had to run during commercials. And even the commercials I liked back then, you know, the toys. And we'll talk about the cold cereal
1: commercials that we would
0: see with all their cartoon characters, too.
1: And so I think I stuck to just one bowl. I'd be willing to bet that my parents found like, you know, those bowls that we put popcorn in. Because there's so much yeah. popcorn, you put them in those bigger bowls. Oh like, yeah, dude. like on Saturday mornings, my friends, my parents would just find like bowls of left- leftover cereal <laughs> just sitting there, but not like regular cereal bowls, like the big bowls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mixing bowls. Yep.
0: With like wooden spoons. Like that. <laughs> yep. That's
1: awesome, dude. Just ladle.
0: Yeah. So yeah, ladle. <laughs> just ladling it in your mouth. <laughs> uh, so here's here's a, here's what I picked. I chose fruity pebbles. And here's the thing, man. We did not get name brand cereals growing up, right, Ben? We got the the no-name brand. I think mom wanted to be somewhat healthy, you know, sort of. So we got stuff like Life and Raisin Bran and, and even Grape Nuts. But I don't know if she knew or not. But, man, I had full access to the sugar, white sugar, brown sugar. And either way, those quote-unquote healthy cereals were definitely no longer healthy. In fact, they were probably worse than... Than the sugar cereals. After I got to them, I chose Fruity Pebbles today. Actually, the one that we ate the most, I feel like, was uh, Sugar Smacks. you Remember those? The Honey yeah, Honey the Smacks, honey snacks, whatever. Yeah. But really, is the the no name brand. Yeah. Uh, do you remember what it was called, Ben? Golden Puffs or something like that? Yeah, I think, so. <laughs> I think it might have been Golden Puffs. <laughs> those yummy golden, golden, golden puffs. Or that, yeah. I love the I love the fake knockoff names for cereals, man. They're, they're hilarious. <laughs> but yeah. That and was you guys, like a you guys always had them in the
1: bag too. It was never a box cereal. Oh yeah, no, no, no. There yeah, was we occasional were, we times
2: were. we would get um some name brand kind, you know, like like fruity. Pe- I think I I think I tried fruity pebbles once, but it was probably because it was like past the expiration date and on like clearance or something
0: on <laughs> the clearance side. Yep. <laughs> so I don't know if I got like the full experience, you know, as a kid. <laughs> like man, these name brand cereals are stale, dude. Yeah, so we uh, the, the other time that we got name brand cereals was uh, if we were going on our road trips, we would get those multi-packs of the little cereal boxes, the individual cereals, and those we would score sometimes some of the good oh, ones. I, I mean, they had, that. do you remember that, dude? Because like, but the thing is, they would always have the not so good ones in there too, like cornflakes and like, dude, I called the, the tricks or whatever, like give it to me. Anyways, so I picked Fruity Pebbles because one of my favorite cartoon cereal commercials was from fruity pebbles i don't know if you guys remember this one but barney's always trying to steal fred flintstones cereal so barney rubble from the flintstones and there's this commercial where he he pretends to be a rapper and i feel like this is so classic like 80s maybe early 90s but still he he decides that he's going to be a rapper and distract fred and so i'm going to do the commercial for you so barney comes in he's dressed in like this blue purple like caveman suit with like a fedora and and chains and you know jewelry and everything and he's like i'm the master rapper and i'm here to say i love fruity pebbles in a major way and fred gets into it he's like he loves fruity pebbles in a major way the bedrock yellow purple orange lemon red to get the fruity taste i gotta trick fred <laughs> and he does like the scratch on the turntable but you know how Flintstones they always have like a dinosaur or a mammoth like doing the menial tasks. Yeah. He has this like pterodactyl on the turntable and he's like, boop, 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 boop. and so Fred's like, get the fruity tasty He's got a trick, Fred, Barney. And he's like chasing after him. And then Barney does his like total dad joke. He's like, well, guess that's a rep or something like that. And he laughs with his Barney laugh. you guys remember how he laughed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I thought about it, dude. He laughs like like Dr. Hibbert from The Simpsons, right? And I wonder if that was like inspired yeah. at all. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. So fruity pebbles, they're awesome.
1: The the bedrock yellow, purple, orange, lime red is, is delicious. Instant sogginess. Yes. So fast. Even though your the first taste in your mouth is just like pure sugar. <clears throat> but then it's like if you don't eat them quick enough, it's just nothing but soggy, soggy mess. And I just, I can't do that. Yeah, you
0: gotta eat it directly. Like, milk, cereal, go. like, otherwise, you're right. right, John,
1: what do you got for us tonight? Okay, so, I loved, back in the day, I loved the cookie crisp. I mean, who doesn't want to eat chocolate chip cookies for breakfast? I mean, honestly. And so, I remember, it was was like this little, like, I guess it was a dog. But it was like a burglar dog. And he's always trying to get the cookie crisp, and he's getting stopped by the cop all the time, and it was always like, cookie crisp. And <clears throat> so I always like him. That's what I was going to eat today. But, you know, being part of the fat, dumb, and happy part, the fat part, I ate all that cereal this week already. So... Oh, you know. man. Come on, John. <laughs> so right now, I'm counting down <laughs> on my second favorite childhood one, which is the Golden grams. Love me the Golden grams, which they can get soggy pretty quick, too. Uh, but they're still delish. Still one of my faves. So cookie crisp is like a for sure... Kids cereal, right?
0: Like, like John said, cookies for breakfast, like that totally caters to the kids. They have this funny cartoon commercial, and so I'm sure moms didn't get them or their kids, like, only because the kids are just nagging them for it, right? I remember the cereal that we ate the most at your house when I slept over there was was Kix, man, and Kix is like the opposite of Cookie Crisp. It's like a total mom cereal, like moms are like. (laughs) Oh, yeah, this is a fun cereal. Like, look at how the word kicks is spelled and the color of the box. You know, like, I'm trying to think of reasons why they think a kid would like it. And they're totally like, there's no there's no sugar. There's no, like, cartoon you that's know, commercial. Nothing. There's no mascot it's or whatever. It's always blue letters. That's it. Wasn't that <laughs> yeah. their
2: tagline? Like, kid tested, mother approved or something like yeah, that? Exactly was it kicks it was. or
0: was that the peanut butter? I can't remember one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, sorry. I just want to comment on
1: that. No, no, no that's. that's it's funny because I almost actually grabbed kicks because I know Ben talked about that last week. I love them, man. I don't know why because they really don't taste very good. They're just like – they're supposed to be like corn. Oh, kid, yeah, kid-tested parent. Now it says kid-tested parent approved, but it used to be mother approved.
2: For me – well, today I didn't I didn't pick like my favorite or anything like that. I, I, I chose to do Frosted Flakes, honestly, which yeah. is not really my favorite, but it just kind of reminded me of how like – if we could have the sugar version of a healthy thing, that was, that was like a win, you know? And so like, like the non-sugar version of frosted flakes, like corn flakes, like, I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> why, why does it even exist? It just, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it doesn't have much flavor to it. You know, I guess you can use it in other recipes and stuff too, I guess. But, um, I don't know. Like, uh, same thing with uh There's a few others that are kind of like that. Where, yeah, you know, you know the, the Cheerios versus like the Honey Nut Cheerios or that kind of thing. If there was a way we could get the the like sh- slightly sugared r- version of it, then
1: I was all there.
0: Were you, yeah, dude?
2: For were sure. Were you guys
1: big? Did you always add sugar to your cereal or no? Because I could never do that. Not 100%. that I was allowed. It's just that I did. I did not care for additional sugar in my cereal.
0: Oh, I wouldn't add sugar to sugar cereals. Right? If we had anything that was not sugary, I definitely added like yeah. way too much sugar. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, you know how like in science you learn about solubility or whatever. What is it, the term? Like where like a, a solid can like become part of the liquid. Like I always went past that with sugar. Like it was always <laughs> a sludge. Like <laughs> I yeah. definitely the sludge did. Like, yeah, that really gross do. me
2: out. <laughs>
0: And I would do brown sugar. I don't know how common that is, but like, especially because uh, we would get grape nuts. I mean, who who eats grape nuts? Like seriously. Um but we had it a lot, and so the only way I could eat it was with brown sugar, and I liked it with brown sugar actually. But
1: yeah, yeah, I always thought brown sugar was a, was meant to, like only for oatmeal. Like that's the only thing it was ever invented for. But my dad always had grape nuts at the house. I found them so disgusting, <laughs> so bad.
0: Yeah, I remember one time going to like a cousin's house, and they had. Um, The only option they had was shredded wheat and it wasn't frosted shredded wheat. Like they only had shredded wheat and then they didn't have, they wouldn't allow sugar on it. And I was like, I didn't know what to do. I was like, I I guess I'm not eating this morning because I got to have sugar on this stuff, man, which is terrible. Mom, you were a great mom. It was all me. I I take total uh, credit for that. All right, let's go down. We talked a lot about cereals. Let's go down real quick and talk about some of the mascots. Um, Lucky Charms was probably the worst for you cereal and the best character, maybe I don't know. Arguably, um, who I made, mean
1: you know marshmallows and cereal, like right? It stood the test of time. Their little mascot, mm-hmm. the limbo. and so if, yep. from a marketing point of view, from I mean, look, we were in the eighties. I don't know when that came out, but Lucky Charms—they're <clears throat> always after me, Lucky Charms. But that's always—I mean, you can still you, the commercials still play today. Yeah. And, yeah. and then their advertising skills, they just add new marshmallows. And so it's now probably more marshmallow than it is cereal. But uh, I mean, obviously, they did a good job because it's still around. It's still one of the most popular cereals there are uh, for kids. So I that's think true, they man. sell just
2: the marshmallows by themselves now. Like they you, do. Can you can just buy them the on on
1: five pound bags. I've looked.
2: That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. The marketing for really all these. All these cereals were were like insane as far as how hard they push stuff and getting catchy tunes and and things like that. There's a few stinkers, I think, that didn't fall so good. But overall, I'd say, yeah,
0: Lucky Charms was probably a top tier as far as commercial wise. Yeah. Yeah. So John did a quick version of it, but we need to each do our own. They're always after me. Lucky Charms with as as best or as terrible as we can do it. I want to hear it. (laughs) Who wants to go first? John, you go first?
1: go first. <laughs> All right, John, let's hear. it. All right, so look, uh, my, mine isn't really from the from the cereal. Mine is more because uh, I can never get it out of my head because I find it so funny. It was from Austin yeah. Powers when one totally. of Austin Powers' uh, henchmen was, you know, he's always trying to get after, him, and he's like, "Yes, he's my my assassin, Patty," and he's like, um, "You know, he leaves a little keepsake after each one of his kills," and then he and then everybody, is <laughs> yeah. like, he's like. Yeah, they're always after me, Lucky Charms, and <clears throat> and and everybody starts snickering, and he's like, "What? What is everybody always laugh when I say that?" And the, and then, um, Frau Fribisner was like, "It's a television commercial. All the little kitties <laughs> trying to get the Lucky Charms, the little leprechaun. It was just for, for me, that was just that's what I always take back to for some reason. <laughs> so, thank you, Austin Powers." <laughs> well sorry no, john now you've of... ruined it for us i'm
2: not that's the only thought i'm gonna have in my head this whole time and not remember the actual version I <laughs> know <laughs> yeah. i couldn't even remember myself i was like <laughs> all right Dave, i want to hear your version so that'll get it back in my head again
0: all right I, you know what i honestly i'm not sure if this is even the real lucky but this is how i always do it but they are always after me lucky charms i like to throw an extra like in it for some reason, it feels even more like some flavor. I don't know.
2: Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I don't know if I can. <laughs> it's to gotcha. be really bad. <laughs> all right, then all these after my me lucky charms. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome.
1: Very good. <laughs> yeah. Very good.
0: All right, so then next, I'd like to we got formally to
1: apologize that. to all my Irish ancestors for that. <clears throat> I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, you know what well, though? Lucky Charms. I wonder if the it's...
2: actor actually that who did the voice, is he
0: actually Irish or is he just, is this another fake thing in any- anyway? I doubt it in the eighties. I, I kind of doubt it. Honestly, it's sad. They were but, caricatures,
2: uh, yeah. right? Everything was. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Everything was a caricature. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, we talked about it for a minute, but Free pebbles and coke cobbles, um, the Flintstones, they did well as a, as a cartoon in general, but whoever thought to, to make these cereals, they locked in for the long run as far as uh, making money, man, because these are not going away. Um, John made a good point that they do go soggy quick, but if you eat them quickly, they're they're delicious. Um, Cocoa Pebbles, the milk afterwards is so good. Even the Fruity Pebbles milk afterwards, it's got that like kind of fruity taste that I like. So I don't know. It's pretty good stuff.
2: But just uh, I was just thinking how, yeah, their marketing expanded to even like vitamins and stuff nowadays. Like that's. Like, that's what I remember for now, even by like the, that's the true. Stones, Oh, vitamins. that's
1: true, right? Yeah, yeah. But the the Coco Pebbles, Pebbles brand, they got oh, wait, I just realized wasn't one of the kids named Pebbles? Yeah, yeah, daughter, right? I just yep. realized that 42 years into life. There we go. That was my yeah, life lesson for today. John's tapping that, into his childhood. Hey, yeah, yeah, all those have. cartoon memories um, are coming back uh, now, man. I feel like they even have more than that, don't they? Don't they have like special versions? Like I know they do a Christmas version of of fruity pebbles. We got it other might, ones too, right? I think they might just like change the box
0: up. I don't think they changed the cereal up. I don't know. Do you guys remember?
1: I wouldn't. Coke, I wouldn't know. I find those disgusting. I don't know. Captain yeah. Crunch does.
0: So uh, Fruit Loops uh, toucan Sam. That's like two-can all I remember two. was that he was. I mean, like you know how they were after Lucky Charms to get his cereal and like tricks. We'll talk about in a minute. Like the rabbit was always trying to get it to was Toucan Sam. Like, was there any challenge between him and the kids or was that just like a mascot? And that was it. Do you remember? I feel like,
2: and man, and, and, I don't know. Someone correct me if you remember differently, but the way I thought I remembered it was, he would like, I don't know, smell it or something off in the distance and go like fly to it. And there was like, obstacles in the way like things that would try to like smash him or hurt him in some ways uh-huh. and stuff like that yeah. and somehow you get
1: through this like obstacle course of stuff to try to get to it right that's how I remember that's it too Ben and I don't think I don't remember the being like super good catchphrase or anything like that it's not good enough to stand the test of time but
0: yeah I can't remember that yeah. either no that's true I do remember that now that you say that yeah and it made me think about Cocoa Puffs Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs I mean he was a co- cuckoo bird I guess right and um, my son, he's he's seven. He still says that because I say it all the time. Like somebody's crazy. They're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And so I'm pretty proud of that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> speaking of Cocoa Puffs, there was Cocoa Puffs, uh, Cocoa Pebbles, and Cocoa Rice Krispies or what was it? Cocoa Krispies?
1: I forget. Oh, rice, right. Yeah, I yeah, guess
0: so. so. Do you guys know which one had the better chocolate milk afterwards? We might have to do like a eating contests on that. I mean, basically I'm, i I wanted to eat more food, but we'll have to do that in another episode. Maybe. But do you guys
1: know? Probably it was the cocoa pebbles. I think that that's does the sound right. I remember, I feel like it was cocoa pebbles and then cocoa puffs, No cocoa crisps and, and then puffs. That's the order I would put it in, but I don't I think, think you're I right.
0: I think you're right because cocoa pebbles, you know, they were like these uh, flat like things. And so there was like more, I don't know, maybe more surface area of that chocolate that could get into the milk. Now I'm trying to like be scientific, but I don't even know what I'm talking about. Wasn't Cocoa Pebbles basically Rice Krispies with flavor? You know,
2: no, that was Cocoa. Yeah, Crispies. the pebbles, like the yeah. fruity pebbles or the Cocoa Pebbles, are basically like Rice Krispies with flavoring.
1: That's kind of, like they're like
0: me. flat, yeah, but they're like flat, like the cocoa. Okay. the the Krispies are like little beads or something, almost right? Like Rice. They look like, yeah, rice. like rice. Yeah, yeah, hence yeah. Rice Krispies like a
1: little um, Whoa! Mind blown. Mind blown. blown.
0: (laughs) Thought they were made in Rice, Indiana. I didn't realize that was. I
1: don't know. Good luck on your editing, sir. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So Rice Krispies. I just want to say this real quick. Rice Krispies. If there weren't Cocoa Krispies or Rice Krispie Treats, they would no longer exist. Like plain Rice Krispies. You guys ever eat that? It's like yeah. wet. It's like liquid tapioca. Crispy like just, It makes the milk. Yeah, it makes the milk lumpy. That's all it does.
1: It's so gross. Yeah, it's like it's gross. Yeah. I mean, like I'll eat them, but like, like I just made my family. We never had. We never grew up on rice krispie treats. We grew up on peanut butter rice krispie treats. So instead of marshmallow, we did mm-hmm. peanut butter. I just made those oh. on. I, I just made those on Sunday, and they were you delicious. Get
0: to the next level, there, man peanut yep. butter crispies. i have yep. never heard of that dude thanks for having you know letting me have some at your house i appreciate that john i'll tell you what the next time i come over
1: i'll bring some with me to bring those peanut butter krispies for sure that sounds good that's a lie i'll make you get the stuff and we'll make them there <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> i feel like we should teach your daughters how to make them
0: sounds good all right uh you know we talked frost the flakes there was tony the tiger what a great name for uh you know tiger just the alliteration and i feel like tony's a good new jersey name you know just like kind of italian
1: yeah. and uh
0: and tony the tiger he was the the also the voice of the singer for the old grinch cartoon i don't know if you remember that that's crazy
1: i know right mr grinch
0: exactly exactly and those, those commercials it feels like frosted flakes always tried to push like activity like you're gonna eat these frosted flakes and then you're gonna go play soccer which to me and never really. I'm like, no, it's not. You know, quite lying to us, Tony. Kind <laughs> of to be like the sugar and watch cartoons, they're like sugared Wheaties. Yeah,
1: that's what they're gonna yep. be.
0: Um, Captain Crunch had all the different flavors. Dude, I love peanut butter crunch. Um, they they're pretty smart. They're, those are gonna be around forever. The Crunch berries, the Oops all berries, oh, yeah. and the the commercials were pretty
1: good too, man. I love the cartoons. You know what's really crazy though about all this is you know how much time we spent looking at the back of these cereal boxes. Yeah, the the puzzles and the mazes and stuff. A little word search and yeah, things like that.
0: Not during uh, the
2: cartoons, but in any other day.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're stuck at the table with your cereal and your box. Like, of course you're going to stare at that thing. I don't know. I wonder how many people like spilled their cereal trying to like look at the upside down answers. You know how they (laughs) had that? Trying to figure (laughs) out the answer before it goes. It turned out like better off (laughs) did. Yeah, exactly. All the coupons cut out and it's pouring everywhere. <laughs> I love that. It's so funny.
2: Well, and yeah, even when there was like a no name or no name brand cereal or some some other non-kid cereal kind of thing, like you couldn't help but like stare at it just like read the ingredients or something, you know, like <laughs> <Yeah>, it just <laughs> needs to do something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like your wake up oh. in the morning thing.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> One other cartoon one that we had that i never ate i was always wanting to were the the like halloween character ones there's frankenberry booberry count chocula and when i googled this the other day i guess there was fruit brute i have never heard of this but it's like some kind of bigfoot type uh fruity cereal monster that was in the mix have you guys uh, even heard of that does that sound familiar it's i don't know.
2: vaguely familiar but i can't picture it at all i'm gonna have to look it yeah, up that's yeah, funny man yeah, look it up
0: yeah, there are popular shows and movies that were made into cereals like Mr. T. Um, there was a uh, Bill and Ted's excellent cereal. They made that um, there was Urkel O's, which we're getting out of cartoons now. We're getting into shows and movies, but still talking cold cereals, man. There was there was a there was a lot out there. If you Google, them, it's pretty funny.
2: So, Dave, do you know Mr. T cereal? Did that come before or after the cartoon show?
0: Me, I'm not me, positive. Uh, can...
2: Like I, I lean towards the cartoon first,
0: but I, I just not sure, man, because that was old. When did Mr. T cereal come out? Yeah, 1984. Okay, when did Mr. T cartoon come out? 1983, dude. Cartoon cereal. Oh man. So how long did like the show did? last? Was it like two <laughs> seasons? Two season no three 83 to 85 so 83 okay. 84 and 85 i don't remember watching it you remember watching it you i were, do a, a little, little bit just yeah. a couple episodes really not
2: it, there was other better stuff out there
0: all right last thing on the eating like the food portion of our of our podcast tonight um you know we talked about all the cold cereals and we talked about their commercial like counterparts or whatever the last thing that i wanted to bring up that was so interesting and such a big thing a phenomena in the 80s, were California raisins. Do you guys remember this? They were like claymation characters to sell raisins. And they got huge, man. They had um, all kinds of merchandise. Uh, they even had a cartoon that lasted like 13 episodes. They even had a Nintendo game that was going to come out, but it got canceled, I guess. But uh, a whole movie. There was like all this stuff around these uh, these claymation raisins. and And really, like, I thought California Raisins, I thought they were the ones that came up with the song. I heard it through the grapevine. Like, I didn't know that that was an actual song before the California Raisins. So, kind of funny.
1: Because they yeah. always danced to that, right? Didn't they dance to that in those little commercials and yeah. stuff? Yeah, exactly. So, wait, that wasn't them that sang that song? No, dude, there was a song that
0: came out before them. I'll, let me <laughs> Google who sang it.
1: Yeah. Like, That's not, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was weird because they weren't even that
2: cool. Like, they weren't particularly funny or cool. They just... I think they used some, like, relatively new animation, you know, or kind of... Oh,
0: no, it was Claymation,
2: right? Wasn't it? That's not new. Claymation. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it wasn't... Like, that was the only Claymation thing around at that time. I mean, you go back further to, you know, what was it, Gumby or whatever, like, really old stuff. But, but, I mean... You know, it was, I guess, fairly good quality for Claymation back in that day.
0: But other yeah. than that, like I didn't get what was the appeal. Like, Why was it so big? I never got that. I don't know either, but I did get into it. And I really think you're right that like it brought Claymation to the next level. So that was kind of fun. But yeah, um, so I Heard It Through the grapevine. is a song written by Norman Whitfield and Barrett Strong for Motown Records in 1966. It was produced by Whitfield for Gladys Knight and the Pips. Was released as a single in 1967.
1: Yeah, you say all that, but I still don't believe it. It's fine.
0: And it was the California raisins? Yeah, I just made that whole thing up. I didn't read that. That was uh, yeah. <laughs> it was made famous by Marvin Gaye in a single release in 1968, but it was made more famous by the California
1: Raisins in 1988. So, how, how do you think Marvin Gaye felt about that? That song becoming more <laughs> through raisins than him. <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah
0: no i'm with you it's like the uh under pressure by queen i remember that came on once in the early 90s and i was like oh i love vanilla ice this is so good and it's totally you know my cousin my old, like older cousin like smacked me in the face i think it's like this is queen how dare you yeah, and yeah. all yeah, right sure. so that's enough of the fat part even though i, I want to eat more seal. i might eat more cereal i might just mute myself and keep munching but uh
1: yeah, go ahead and have another bowl, Dave. Uh, let's talk a little bit about, so like for me, growing up, you know, I get out of school on a Friday. You know, obviously, the Friday was all about TGIF, and we're going to talk about that in a different episode. But then you have the sleepovers, and you go into Saturday morning, you get your cereal, and you're ready to watch cartoons. So you sit down, and you're like, oh my gosh, your whole day is planned until like 1 o'clock. It's fantastic, all right? And we got nothing to do except the you're supposed to be doing that you don't do. And um, so let's talk about some of these cartoons. Let you know if you guys remember any that you know we forgot, feel free to let us know or chime in or whatever. Um, obviously, we'd love to hear from you guys too.
0: It's a five star review, and then you can tell us, yeah,
1: what you think. Yeah, yeah. we only, we <laughs> only listen I'll to five stars. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, if I miss anything, just let me know. Um, uh, but we broke them down into categories, so you know, we talked about some of the some of the boy cartoons, I guess you could say. So there was uh, Thundercats. Oh, yeah, Hello. dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so there's the Thundercats. Those were always good, man. I loved the Thundercats. I really did. And then yeah, had, obviously, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Heck, yeah. Heck, yeah, man. That was probably one of my favorites under the boy cartoons. Uh, X-Men was always good. You had the real Ghostbusters. What was y'all's favorite under the boy cartoons, you think?
2: Oh, I don't know, man. They were were all so good. I think maybe Thundercats. That was like, especially like the intros, um, like they just, you know, get you all pumped and stuff, the music and everything. (laughs) I remember Dave like jumping off the couches and stuff and bouncing around. And, and, you know, like that was one where we would like go outside and find a stick and play around like we were, you know, like we were those
0: guys or something. Exactly, dude. Yep. The Twins, Lionel. Panthro, Tigra. Dude, it was awesome. Chitara, yeah. I think I had a little crush on Chitara, if you remember her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. But I think, yeah, Thundercats was a blast, man. I really liked Thundercats. And then, but I think Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was probably my all-time fave under that. And then oh, as yeah. a kid growing up, you're like, oh, here come the girl cartoons. And you kind of zone <laughs> out for a second. But, um, yeah. you know, there was the She-Ra, the My Little Ponies, Jim. The Care Bears was probably about the only one I watched under that category. I do remember a little bit of Strawberry Shortcake. Um, I don't have much to say on those. I really didn't watch them all that much except for the Care Bears. I, you know, I was a kid. Whatever I watched. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm did you were the thoughts. only
0: one with the Hey, real quick, John, you were the only one with a younger sister. So does that mean you just like dominated the TV or or what? Yeah. Or did you like watch more than sisters. you're admitting
1: right now? I also had two older sisters and two older brothers. Dominating the TV has never been a choice in my life uh, until I had my own place. So that was never, <laughs> <laughs> never really an option in my life. <laughs> that
0: just that reminds me too. Like, do you guys remember? You would have to choose because there was other channels that were playing other good cartoons, and you had to pick like the better one. And I think that's how I missed out on uh, the real Ghostbusters. Do you remember that one? Like, I feel like that was always competing against one that I just wanted to watch a little bit more. But I also kind of really
1: wanted to watch real Ghostbusters, and it was tough.
0: Yeah. I don't know.
1: Maybe that's just me. Yeah. But now we live in a world of DVR, and that never has to happen again. <laughs> yeah, or it's YouTube, just, I guess. Any time, right? Yeah. 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 All right. And then there were some some just general neutral questions, I guess you can call them. And it was... um These were a lot of good ones in here, man. Some of my faves, all time faves, up in here. Uh, Yeah, Garfield and Friends. That was always a good one.
2: I have to admit, I think I like the Friends more than Garfield. Like those are the the like part of the episode that I enjoyed actually more.
0: But remember, in the in the Friends, there was the egg with just two legs, the chicken egg that never (laughs) hatched. It was just an egg. Do you remember that? (laughs) Never (laughs) hatched. Crazy rooster. No, it never hatched, dude. It was just an egg. And it was like twins with another chick or something like that. It was like – I feel like he was a tough tough guy, kind of like Chicken Hawk from the Looney Tunes. It was like him and then the egg. And I don't remember if the egg talked, but what a
1: hilarious idea, dude. Just like this walking egg. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then kind of off of the topic of Garfield, you had Heathcliff right there too. Both of
0: those had like shows within a show because there was like Garfield and Friends. And they had the farm animal friends, and then Heathcliff had these like these other friends that lived in a junkyard. You guys remember that at right. all? The Cadillac Cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was and like had, our like, first introduction to like, gangs, right? It was like our first introduction yes. to gangs. <laughs>
2: like <laughs> yeah,
0: there's this gang of <laughs> other cats or something because yeah, trouble. yeah, they were definitely tougher than Garfield. You know what I mean? Like it was a it was the inner city version <laughs> of Garfield or something. Heathcliff was voiced by Mel Blank, who also like did. All of the Looney Tunes characters. Almost all of them. Bugs Bunny. Yeah, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, all that stuff. That dude was crazy, man. He could do so many voices and they were all awesome.
1: All right. So, (laughs) uh, they also, you know, just some of the other ones that were really good. We had the Richie Rich, Alvin and the Chipmunks. I mean, who doesn't love that? They always got their little Christmas episode too um, that I always loved. I haven't seen any of the new Alvin and the Chipmunk movies. Have you guys? Do you got kids? I have yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know i'm you know, very thrilled about having this
0: they're right but like I, I i just love the uh the classic alvin and the chipmunks i don't know about you ben in fact well they were like even older than than our childhood right didn't they come out like yeah because there's like christmas song that was like i don't know from the 60s or something i could google that but it was old right and then yeah, they came yeah. out with alvin and the chipmunks i had to go back and i listened to the intro and I was like, holy cow, I forgot about this thing. Do you guys remember how it went, kind of, at all? Like, we're the chipmunks.
1: Yeah, I do remember that. Do, do, do,
0: do, do, do. Yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah. I, I played that, and I was like, oh, man, I totally forgot. So it's kind of fun to go back and listen to the intros or, or watch a part of an episode here or there, because, you know,
1: it's just fun. I think nothing epitomizes Saturday morning cartoons for me more than Looney Tunes. I felt like that oh, yeah. was... Like, if I take it all back and then roll everything into one, I think Looney Tunes was probably the biggest impact on my cartoon-watching days as a kid. Yeah, and those things came out forever ago, but
0: they, like, they made these new... Uh, I feel like they had a couple different versions of, like, Bugs Bunny and Tweety Show or something like that, and, like, yeah. Bugs Bunny and Daffy. And so they'd have this, like, intro there was new art and then like doing this like thing but then it went and just played like classic looney tunes cartoons and it was awesome man they, they did really well they you know they were uh sometimes pretty violent or kind of crazy that way but it was funny what do you think ben yeah it
2: wasn't it what like inspired the itchy and scratchy show like on the simpsons it seemed like like just like two animals just beating each other. up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so maybe, maybe it was the maybe it was the Tom and Jerry too because that
1: was sort of that way too. Yeah, great, great uh, cartoons for sure. I feel uh, and this is something that nobody really talks about very much, but I feel like in Looney Tunes, we were introduced to a lot of classical music. Yeah, like in their episodes, they'd have a lot of just they like could be sitting there like busting out some Chopin or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, like, but I felt like it was several times looking back on it that that's where I first heard those things, man. Which is just weird, but funny at the same time. Are um, they like the California raisins where you're like,
0: yeah, Looney Tunes made that music? Like, <laughs> you finally <laughs> realize it wasn't them. It was Mozart?
1: <laughs> what? No,
0: no, that's Bugs Bunny, dude. What are you talking about?
1: I also wonder that if I didn't have loved Looney Tunes as much as I did, would I have liked Space Jam as much as I did? No.
0: Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a great, great movie. I didn't feel like it was cool. Basketball and cartoons mixed, but like, yeah, having the Looney Tunes love, like at least for me, that's what yeah. that's what made it better.
1: Yeah, I liked. You have seen first, the new one? Uh, no, I will never watch that because I hate LeBron James.
0: Yeah, I thought yeah. it was pretty good though for a movie. But yeah, I got gotcha.
1: you. Yeah, not a big LeBron James guy, but um. So yeah, speaking kind of, of, of
0: crossovers,
2: out. wasn't it like that Hanna Barbera race show? I don't know what it was called, but. That was like the ultimate crossover of those old like old shows like Yogi Bear and stuff like that, and
1: they yeah, had yeah. like everything on there. Is that where Marvin the Martian was? Was he on there? No, that was Looney Tunes. That's Looney Tunes. No, yeah, the the
0: Hanna Barbera race had like yeah Yogi Bear and Boo Boo. It had like my, my, what was it McGilla Gorilla? What I'm getting it wrong now. Whatever really his name stuff. was. Yeah, yeah, yep. It had was that, that the guy. one that's like
1: oh uh, stage left and the exits like. Exit, stage, lift. So that guy, right? Yes. That was on there? Yeah. yeah. Yep. They yeah? had
0: the bad guy. Yeah. And it had the bad guy with like the little dog that laughed like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you remember that
0: guy? And they always, and yeah, they all had different cars. That was, I love that show, man. You get all the cartoons mixed into one. That was awesome. My, uh my guilty pleasure was, uh was Muppet Babies. Like, I felt like that should have been maybe geared towards like younger kids or girls, but I was like, I love this show. Like, it was fun, funny. It had clips of shows and movies in, like, like real-life um, clips in the cartoon, if you guys remember that, like even Indiana Jones and stuff like that. It was one of the first places I tried, like, my terrible impressions was Muppet Babies. I remember I could do Animal. I don't know if you remember that, John, at all.
1: I do. I remember. Yeah. yeah. Good times.
0: <laughs> the other thing, the one thing I just thought
2: of is just how, like, Scooby-Doo was another one of those shows that lasted, like, forever. They, I mean, it went through different incarnations, you know? like a pup named yep. Scooby Doo and stuff like that but like the original came out like super old they'd have like guest people that were you know actors that died before i was born kind of thing yeah. you know yeah <laughs> and and they and it just kept going and it was really like a very basic storyline that they repeated over and over and over again like you always knew like who was the bad guy you know and and they always had the same themes of like you know, Scooby being scared and then they give him a Scooby snack and now he's brave and he actually does it, you know, that kind (laughs) of thing. There's the same like formula over and over again, but it was like lasted for decades. It It was crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I guess it's the, I think it's the idea of like a taste of like a horror type thing for kids and mystery. I think those are the things that like got us in there. Like, oh, can we solve the problem? And like, we're talking monsters, we're talking... Mummies you know, ghosts and demons and yeah, mummies and things like that. So it's like it's a little bit scary and it's also mysterious. But you're right, dude. Like same formula for years and years and years.
1: It was yeah. awesome. It even worked at the end of Wayne's World.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you're it it. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Speaking of that, there's so many instances where like movies make references to cartoons or vice right. versa. Like so many cartoons also have little little easter eggs of movies that i didn't catch as a kid but like
0: sometimes my kid my kids will be watching it and i'm like oh that's what that's about (laughs) yeah dude yeah yeah i think we need to bring up some of these ones that lasted forever kind of like that like scooby-doo like smurfs actually was a really long that was on forever and that was another one of those where i was like i don't know can i like this show am i am i allowed to as a boy like is this kind of girlier for little kids but i i would dig it sometimes And then they had, like, a cousin show, it seemed like, um, Snorks. They were, like, the underwater Smurfs or something. I don't know if you remember that show at all. They were, like...
2: Didn't they have, like, one episode where they crossed over, like, they met each other or something just once? And that was, like, the introduction to them or something, maybe even. And then they just showed the underwater world of the Snorks. And it really was just, like, a... It was, I don't know what you call it, like, a little copycat almost, a little bit, but... It's a I mean spin-off. it had its own kind of characters
1: and stuff, but I felt like it was just a straight spin off of it. Cause it, yeah, it was like... the same company. Yeah, they're animated the same, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. And kind of similarly there was, you know, Flintstones and Jetsons. Those both lasted a long time and yeah. both had, you know, similar vibes, similar animation. They both had the canned laughter. I loved how like they just added the laughter into it, you know, it was so funny. Yeah.
1: Um those were real audiences laughing, okay?
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Jetsons was animated in front of a live studio audience.
1: Just
0: yeah. um, <laughs> drawing, I don't know. um So yeah, so then we get into like the more obscure cartoons. I call them obscure cartoons because they they weren't like these super well famous, well done. Um, and and we might have people listening that argue that, but that one one that comes to mind that I actually really liked was the Mario Brothers cartoon. Um, the animation was pretty rough and, and the stories were also uh, similarly rough. My, my kids actually, we've gotten some from the library and it's been on Netflix a time or two and we'll put it on and just kind of laugh at, at the animation. Um, but also it's, you know, it has some good stuff in there. And then they also had um, like live portions of Mario and Luigi, like real people, Acting as them and like guests, host or guests on the show and stuff like that, and and they were pretty terrible but kind of funny. It kind of gave like a a Pee Wee Herman, Pee Wee's Playhouse vibe, I think. And um, yeah, it's a good time. Uh, I feel like they were on Sundays though that show, and so I don't, I didn't get to see them very often. We're often at church or something else, but I guess there was a Teen Wolf cartoon, which I'm surprised by. I love the movie, and I don't remember the cartoon. So that one was out there. Um, pole position was another one that comes up if you like google 80s cartoons and i'm like pole position i never do you remember that at all ben i don't remember man yeah and i mean it's not even like a super awesome game but like they <laughs> made a cartoon out of it so um archie's i always thought the archie's comics were kind of like not that funny um and then they made uh a cartoon out of it and uh yeah it didn't really do well for me at least yeah didn't the Archie's cartoons, like, mostly we would see them in those uh Bazooka Joe gums, right? Yeah. A little <laughs> slip
1: of was, comic. Those things were, like, hard as a rock. Oh, yeah, dude. You had
0: to chew a while. Like, that's why my – I have, like, pretty strong jaw muscles, I think, because of all the Bazooka Joe gum that I chewed. The, didn't those, like, little comic strips on the
2: gum, they were, like – because they had to be so short, they seemed like they were full of, like, dad jokes or something like that, you know, like – Like one comment, another comment back, and then like the punchline that was, you know, usually some kind of dad joke.
1: They were probably pretty funny. Yeah, Yeah. I felt like they
0: printed weird. Like, because it's such a small thing, they would print weird sometimes, and it would be off. And it was just all around kind of terrible. Like four little, but it was
1: still sugar. Four little panels.
0: Yeah, it was still like a form of high fructose corn syrup. So I was, I was all about it. Yep. Um, And then there was Thunder the. Barbarian. I don't really remember this. Ben, you remember this one,
2: dude? That was like one of my favorites. But the thing is, I don't. I never knew when it was on. It was one of those shows <laughs> that, like, they had a continuing story, and it was dark. You know, like this is a apocalypse, post-apocalyptic story with this guy with this like flaming sword. You know, and he, he comes across all these monsters, and he had like a like a monster kind of friend, I guess that 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 wandered around with him and this other this girl too, I think. And the three of them were like trying to find solutions to to I guess some of the problems that c- came from this like apocalypse or whatever it was, and and again I never got to see enough of the episodes to get like the full story, and so it always left me wanting to like oh man I, wish I missed that I got that previous episode because I like I'm missing a piece of the puzzle, but it also kind of made it a little more mysterious to me like. Like, there was this bigger looming story that I wanted to find out about.
0: Dang, sounds awesome. I guess it came out in like 1980, 1980, 81. I wonder if they replayed it or something.
2: Yeah, I think I might have you... just seen some of the like reruns. I don't think I saw it when I was, you know, like four years old when it first came out or whatever, you know. Yeah. And so I think they may have put in like reruns of it here and there. And maybe even the story was out of order when they did the reruns. I don't know, but. That might have been part of why I was confused. <laughs> but Just jumping all over. But the idea of it made me, you know, as a little kid, made me think, man, I'm watching like a big kid cartoon, you know? <laughs>
0: yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I don't remember it, but like it gives me the vibe of uh, Dungeons and Dragons. And there was a cartoon for that. Do you remember that one at all or no? It,
2: that yeah. was another one that had like a continuing story. They went like on the yeah. roller coaster ride and they were trying to find a way yep. home, you know, and. And so, like, yeah, there were many individual episodes that were not, like, part of a continuing story. They were kind of standalone. But but it did sort of, like, at least have some end goal that they were working towards that made it kind of interesting. And I like the characters in that one. That's
0: cool, and that's true. Like, I didn't really think about the fact that so many, in fact, most, right, of the cartoons back then didn't have, like, a continuing story. It was just... Each episode was just a goofy episode. And I mean, for the most part, it seems like Um, one that one that was like that that had a a continuing story, I think, was Legend of the Zelda, which looked awesome. I remember it was funny Would in the Mario Brothers cartoon, they would advertise Legend of Zelda like this is what's coming on next episode of Legend of Zelda. And I would get super pumped for it. But I feel like it was on like this weird time slot, like it was Fridays or something like one weekday. And I always missed it. I don't know why. Do you remember that one at all, Ben? Yeah, I vaguely remember it because I think for the the reason you're saying, I think
2: it was on a weird time. We saw it like periodically maybe, but hardly
0: ever, you know. Yeah, they had other crazy ones like uh, we mentioned, but there was a Mr. T cartoon, um, Ewoks cartoon. Beetlejuice was actually one that I kind of watched a bit. I feel like that was an after school cartoon um, that was a good time. So of the basic cable shows, the Smurfs had nine seasons, so 258 episodes. That was like one of the longest running shows. Uh, Ninja Turtles, the original, had eight seasons with 155 episodes. And when I looked this up, I was really surprised to see that one of the longest ones was the real Ghostbusters. Apparently, they had seven seasons, 140 episodes, and I missed like most of them. I don't know what the competing show was, but I always went to that one instead. So... Hey, thanks so much for listening to part one of this episode. Stay tuned for more fun in part two.